0: Hi,
1: you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is living your best life with a positive attitude. When I started this ministry, Best Life Ministries, over seven years ago, I wanted to find ways to encourage people in their everyday lives. I wanted to bring a positive influence that would help people believe that God was with them and that every person mattered. I prayed and sought God and came upon the verse John 10.10. In the second part of the verse, Jesus says, "...I came to give you real and eternal life, more and better life than you dreamed of." here's what I know. I know that God wants us to live our best life. There was the name of our ministry. I began to cast a vision to friends. We found our purpose, to take our team to churches in the Midwest and deliver a one-day motivational event for women. Best Life also hosts a Bible study nine miles south of Benson each Wednesday, September through May, publishes a magazine called Your Best posts blogs, a newsletter, and hosts once-a-month events from April to December at the Church in the Grove, the headquarters that Farmer Dean and I purchased on Craigslist for a dollar. Tonight, I want to focus on our words, because I believe they shape our attitudes. Luke 6.45b says that out of the overflow of a man's heart, his mouth speaks. If we're down and negative inside our spirits, we'll have that seep into our attitudes through our mouths. We aren't living our best life. Attitude is everything. Often we are told things about ourselves. We're told we're not a good student. We'll never get a job. We're not smart enough, kind enough, or talented enough. We begin to believe what is spoken over us. Sometimes we speak those kinds of untruths to ourselves. We ruminate on them until we believe the lies we hear in our heads and we become negative in our words and actions. Many times in my life I've heard people say to me, You can't do that. Each time someone said that, I would get shaken. But something always happened to me. I began to counter the negativity with truths from Scripture. Each time I read passages that talked about God's power, I began to believe in my abilities through Him. God has blessed me immensely, and I work hard to remain positive. When we begin to believe negative lies, then we become less than our best. Are you negative? Are you speaking negativity into your own life and the lives of others? Well, it's time to start making up a list with Scripture that will back up all of the things that we know God wants to do in us, with us, and through us. Believe in bigger things and better things and watch your attitude. One of my favorite Bible verses that helps me to feel inspired and encouraged is taken from Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is a scripture that you could possibly tape up and remind yourself over and over to have a positive attitude. Because how can you have a negative attitude when you know that God is behind you and He will help you do everything you need to he gives you strength. Tonight, author and motivational speaker, as well as one of our Best Life staff, Dr. Mary schultz mishner is here to encourage us with ideas about maintaining a positive attitude. Hi, Mary. How are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that you're here with me. So Mary, this year at our Best Life One Day Women's Events, you are teaching a class on living your best life with vitality. And one of the concepts you teach is that people can improve their health by being positive. Do you really believe that taking on a positive attitude can help us to feel better physically?
2: I do believe it. Scripture tells us it. And now science is actually catching up with Scripture and showing that even through brain scans that having positive thoughts sends out positive hormones in the body.
1: Really? That is so neat. I didn't know that. If positive thoughts have a positive effect on our bodies, tell us about the negativity. What does having a negative attitude do?
2: Well, it does the exact opposite. Um, Scripture tells us, you know, Paul tells us, First to take every thought captive, and then he tells us in Philippians 4:8 uh, that whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so, if we do the opposite of that, the the negative hormones are what are released in the body, and we know that if we head down memory lane. And I'm sure most of us have done that, where we think about something that's hurt us or a time where we've been wounded and the anxiety starts to build again and we start to feel the same stressors that we felt in that moment. We start to feel all the negative emotions. Well, you're causing your body in that moment to go through that stress all over again. Mm-hmm. So you had that exact same negative effect. Yes.
1: That makes sense. I know just in the opener, when we talked a few minutes ago on the show, I talk a little bit about ruminating over things. And I know that I do that very often. I look back at my life and I think, ah, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I not do this? It seems like it's a really, you know, just an important thing in people's world to stay away from that. Uh, Can you tell us, Mary, what do you do to avoid ruminating over bad decisions or mistakes that you've made?
2: Well, sometimes it can be really hard when we're under that tremendous amount of stress to do that. Um, But there's a few things that I teach people to do, and one of them is to breathe. And actually, just a few weeks ago, I was in the situation myself where I was really stressed out and didn't know, um, couldn't stop the ruminating thoughts, couldn't stop my brain from stewing over, what was I going to say, how was it going to go, And I finally had the little light bulb go off and say, practice what you preach. And so I started just some deep breathing. Hmm. And that helped for about a minute. And then the ruminating thoughts started again. And so for me, what really made the difference was Scripture. I pulled out some of my favorite Scriptures that really bring me comfort, and I put them in front of me, and and I read them, and I read them, and I read them, until I actually believed it was true in my whole body. I could actually feel my anxiety come down and feel more at peace about the situation. And that's really, I think, the go-to for many of us when we're under stress is to focus on the one who really has it under control.
1: I think that's incredible advice, Mary, really, really encouraging advice. One of the blogs that you wrote for us at Best Life Ministries recommended five great tips to practice daily. Do you remember that one? Can you share those tips with us tonight?
2: I would love to. So the first one was encouraging Scripture. And sometimes, you know, if we're in a really negative spin, we need to put things in front of ourselves all day long every day until we retrain our brains to think positively so by taking a, a scripture that really brings you comfort or refocuses you for the day and have a reminder go off on your phone on certain times that it pops it back up for you so that you're looking at that scripture or you know simply put it on a post-it note and put it on your mirror or on your dashboard in places that you'll see it frequently on your computer screen Um, those things can help refocus us throughout the day to stay positive.
1: I think those are wonderful, wonderful, encouraging tips. One of the things that my friend Kathleen, who's also on our team, will encourage us to do frequently is to hold one another accountable. So if she and I are on the phone and she begins a little journey down negativity lane, then I will have permission from her already to say, "Oh, Oh, wait, just a minute. Um, we're headed towards negative things. And I notice, and I'm sure you do as well, that if we are talking about things that are negative, we can really pull other people into that same mode. Um, do you ever deal with that, Mary? Do you ever, Do you ever see that with your friends where all of a sudden you're starting to think that? Or maybe your sisters, you've got those great sisters.
2: I think it's really easy to get sucked into other people's negativity and to go down that road. And having somebody in your life that can go, oh, that's enough now it's time to think about this in a positive way is really beneficial but sometimes we have those people in our lives that are friends or family members who really come at the world from a negative perspective and I think it's helpful for us who are really trying to work on staying positive to have a conscious thought about that before we go out to lunch with them or go to that family event with them and really even just stop and pray and say okay God I know there's potential here for some negative conversations. Let me be your shining light. And I think that really frames us in a way so that we can be that person for our friends and for our family members that expresses the positive and helps us prevent ourselves from getting sucked into the negative.
1: Mm. Mary, I know for me... Um, It's really easy for me to be, you know, chatting with somebody that's a little bit more negative and start feeling a little irritated with them for that negativity. I actually have, you know, a couple of family members that will start out real positive and the next thing you know, it's just kind of that same idea of ruminating. And truthfully, they're, you know, they're not believers. So if I start whipping out Bible verses, they're not going to be very happy with me. Mm-hmm. What's a good way, do you think? I mean, how can you steer a conversation to go the other direction?
2: I really like to try to find the positive in what they're saying okay. and say that back to them.
1: Oh, I think that's good.
2: So, you know, just take that moment to... Um, reframe it for them Mm -hmm. and help them see oh yeah this was really a tough experience but look at what you've learned about yourself from it
1: i like that yeah
2: you know look at how you you've helped this other family member or you know help them see a positive aspect to it
1: I think that's great. At at our Bible study, we have a really wonderful friend. Whenever we're talking, if we get kind of off track and we start complaining about something, maybe even the weather, she is so gracious to just bring it right around and say, but look at, with all this rain, it's so good for the crops, or we don't have to water our plants. So I agree completely. I think that's wonderful because you can direct the conversation to pull out the positive and, and try to stomp out the negative. Well, if you're just tuning in tonight, we're talking with author and motivational speaker, part of our staff as well, Dr. Mary Schultz-Mishner. Mary is encouraging us about the impact of remaining positive. When we let God take over, when we let Him take control, our life becomes its best. It becomes beautiful. Let's listen to this encouraging song by Dan Bremness called Beautiful.
0: Everything Everything You got for me I won't be satisfied Till I find the center
1: words from that song, you making me who I'm called to be, you're making this life so beautiful. He wants to make life our best. Well, we're back with Dr. Mary Schultz-Missioner. Mary, if you could leave our listeners with one encouragement tonight, what would you tell them?
2: I would tell them that we really do get to choose our attitude. I know we often approach it, our days, just as whatever life brings us, but we really do get to choose. And what really inspires me is I have a niece and a cousin who are both going through cancer right now, and they have both remained positive through all of it, and they've chosen that every day. In fact, my cousin has made it kind of his mantra that I I have a choice every day of what my attitude is. And so whenever I think I'm having a bad day, I'm reminded that really I can choose to make it however I want it to be.
1: That's wonderfully encouraging, Mary. And I'm so grateful that you were here tonight. And what a great thought to take along with us, listeners. Isn't it true that we can choose to have a positive attitude each and every single day? Well, that was Dr. Mary schultz Mishner, And Mary has written a book called Clean Your Inner House. If you're interested in purchasing this book or more from Dr. Mary, log on to MaryMishner.com, And it's M-I-C-H-E-N-E-R. And we're so happy that you were here with us tonight. Blessings to you, Mary.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Tonight on Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, we want to introduce to you one of our writers for the Best Life staff, Tony Guerrero. Tony is a nationally acclaimed jazz musician, author, speaker, and a Dove Award-nominated producer, as well as the founder of Fact Alliance, a nonprofit organization that fights against sex trafficking. Tony is here tonight to share with us the idea that when we focus on God and worshiping Him, it leads us to live our best life. Let's check in with Tony
3: and Everyday Worship. Hi, listeners. This is it. This is your one life. When we talk about finding your best life, it's not meant to imply that you have a bunch of separate lives to choose from. Your best life, your worst life, your exciting life, your forgettable life. It's really all one life rolled into one cacophony of good and bad, memorable and forgettable, happy and sad, victorious and defeated moments. As Christians, we believe that our lives in Christ are eternal and that after this life here on earth, we move on to the next life in heaven. But really it's the same life. Death is not a split between two different lives. It's a blip, a blink in one life. You will be here, then there. After all, our lives aren't our bodies, but our souls. And if our souls are to go on eternally and at no point cease to exist, then our lives in heaven are really a continuation of this life here. It's the same life. In the quest for our best life, people often search for some form of heaven on earth But there is really only one thing we can do on earth that will resemble heaven, and that is worship. Our eternal lives in heaven will be filled with the worship of our glorious creator. After all, it is this that we were created for, to worship him. If that is true, and it is, then we can only achieve our best life when we are completely fulfilling our true purpose for existing. In heaven, we will be living in our purpose, and it will be better than anything we can imagine now, But God has allowed us a precious glimpse of heaven here on earth when we worship Him. Sadly, we often let the opportunity to worship slip through our busy hands. Our best life is available to us at every moment of the day. However, it is often our decision to ignore it. In a nutshell, your best life is one that is full of worship, and worship is a decision. So you have the power to truly begin your best life now by simply worshiping God in everything you do. Our church culture often presents worship as a time for singing praises, and to be sure, this can be a part of it. As a musician, I am grateful that God accepts my music as a form of worship. But singing music to God is simply one way to worship. The fact is, every moment of every day is an opportunity for worship. Worship is, at its core, honoring God. Thus, when you serve someone in need, you are worshiping. When you talk to God in prayer, you are worshiping. When you intentionally guard your heart and your eyes from evil, you're worshiping. When you avoid gossip, you are worshiping. When you lovingly correct your children, you're worshiping. When you conduct your business ethically, you are worshiping. When you mourn and cry out to God, you are worshiping. When you love others, you are worshiping. But in all of these and many other possible examples, the worship isn't just the act, but an intentional committing of your thoughts and deeds to honoring God. Basically, whenever we live our lives, every moment, thought, and deed as an act of worship dedicated solely to God, then we are living our best life. Worship the Lord your God, your Father who loves you and created you for worship. Your best life can begin now. This is Tony Guerrero with Everyday Worship.
1: Thanks for your thoughts, Tony. We're talking about living our best life tonight, and here is one of our on-staff doctors, Dr. Justin Hildebrand. Dr. Justin is a doctor of chiropractics and owns KC North Spine and Joint Center in Kansas City, Missouri. Justin's also a teacher, a keynote speaker, and has authored two books. Tonight, Dr. Justin will share with us his best advice on healthy living.
4: Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Justin Hildebrand and I want to encourage you to think healthy and be healthy. Many of us have heard that egg yolks, red meats, shrimp, and many other foods are high in cholesterol and should be avoided to reduce your overall cholesterol. But is this correct? First of all, cholesterol is fat that your body needs to produce strong cells that can move and bend in day-to-day activities. Without this substance, we could not survive. Cholesterol is vital to your body's cells. Too much or excess cholesterol can cause the formation of plaque, making it harder for your heart to circulate blood. These plaques can lead to strokes and heart attacks. For years, the dietary guidelines for Americans that the U.S. government has issued has told us and our doctors that if one has high cholesterol, then it must have come from the food that we eat. Turns out, this is not as accurate as it appears. Only about 15% of your total cholesterol comes from what you eat, and 85% is produced by your own body. Cholesterol is created in your liver, and excess should be broken down by the liver and removed from the body. It is this system that is the primary cause of high cholesterol. This knowledge has led the government to withdraw the long-standing warnings about cholesterol. They are now saying that cholesterol is not considered a nutrient of concern for overconsumption. To reduce your cholesterol, exercise is key, and increasing your fiber intake will help remove it from your body. This does not mean that you should indulge on steak, eggs, and cheeseburgers every day but it does mean that high cholesterol foods are safe to eat in moderation. The ban on cholesterol years ago has shifted our diets from balanced to one high in sugars, which causes all of us to pack on the pounds. Remember, for healthy individuals, red meats, shrimp, and eggs are perfectly fine to eat as long as you are getting your share of fruits and vegetables. This is Dr. Justin Hildebrand with Healthy Living.
1: Thanks so much, Dr. Justin, for those helpful thoughts. Well, if you're just tuning in tonight to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, we've been talking about having positive attitudes. And if you're anything like me, it's hard to be around people who have a negative attitude. I don't always know what to do. I don't know how to say words that will encourage them or steer them to have a positive outlook. But I think it's something that the more we think about, the more we put at the front of our brain, the more we'll be able to encourage ourselves and others to stay positive. Now this evening, Dr. Mary talked to us about how being negative can affect us physically. And I think that's a really interesting concept, one that we don't normally think about. We wake up in the morning and we're already faced with so many choices and we have a choice to be positive. And when we're positive, that attitude spreads to other people. I know for me, I often wonder how is it gonna make me feel if I'm happy and encouraging others versus being depressed or discouraged or looking at things from a negative perspective. I know that I feel more energized when I'm spending time with people that make me feel happy about life and what's happening. So, when we're thinking about negativity, when we're thinking about choosing a positive attitude, it's not just physical and mental, it's emotional, and I believe it's spiritual. Dr. Mary gave us several. Tips on how to remain positive, and one of those was to find really encouraging Bible verses. I know for me, what works is finding a verse, I put it right on my screensaver. So every time I turn around, there's that verse. Sometimes I'll tape it up in the mirror in, in the bathroom. And this year, one of my favorite verses is our Best Life Ministries Bible verse, Psalm 119.33, for Get On Track, that's our topic this year. And it says that God has set that course before us and we wanna seek the course that he set. And I believe that anything that God sets up for us is not gonna be negative or down or discouraging or depressing. It's going to be encouraging us to live our best life. Listeners, take a moment today and really look at your heart. Is it filled with negativity? Because your heart is where your thoughts and actions begin. Are you responding to people with negative thoughts and telling them that they can't do something? Are you believing negative things for your own life? Are you fostering negative relationships? Proverbs 4.23 says, keep vigilant, watch over your heart. That's where life starts. If life starts at the heart, Let's maintain a positive attitude and live our best life. Let's pray tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you would encourage us to be responsible and respectful in our attitudes towards ourselves and others. Help us to remain positive even where things around us can be challenging. I pray tonight that each one of us would keep looking to you for comfort and help, for support and encouragement, and would keep a positive attitude through healthy living and worship. Bless us today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to know more about our ministry, Best Life Ministries, and you want to bring a one-day women's event to your church, email me at kathy at bestlifeministries.com. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. on our station, KSCR 93.5 FM. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.